right. I guess I'll get familiar. Hey, you will. You also get familiar with uh, episode 33 of the No Hangover Podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Go ahead, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Follow us on Instagram at No Hangover Podcast. Leave your comments, questions, concerns. And yeah, episode 33. We're here. Another one. Yes, you are. Your favorite host as always, Jordan G in the cut. Always by my side. And now we got a guest today. A very special guest. He's near and dear to all of us here at No Hangover. Yes, he is. Go ahead and introduce yourself, bud. Uh, Steven Krabs, the one and only. Boom. The one and only. And we've been, you've been mentioned on here before. Like, we've, like you've been brought up and mm. shit like that. So, if people listen. I listen. Like, I listen. Hey. I know this. There right. you go. And the roots go far back with the both of us, with me and Eric, with Steven over here. So, yeah, so go ahead. we got plenty of stories to fill you guys in on and really bring Steven Krabs to life. Sure. I mean, so I'm you excited. Got, you got any uh, any uh, social media you want to shout yourself out on? Plug yourself. Um, uh, Steven underscore Crabs <laughs> is my Instagram. Yeah, and that's really all that matters. Boom. So there you go. Go ahead, give him a follow. I'm sure. Hopefully, you know, he'll get us some listeners. So that's always cool too. But uh, yeah, man, it's been fucking. How long we've we been doing this now? It's episode 33. This is coming up to the end of the year. So it's kind it of, is. Uh, it is. We've been doing this since March. We're 33 episodes in. Uh, we're thankful for the process. We've learned a lot as we've gone on. We've had a few guests. Obviously, we're thankful to have Steven on today. Yeah, it always adds something too. I always like enjoy having guests. It just adds a different like perspective of things. And right. Yeah. Glad to be here, man. Every episode that we've had with a guest has been a real like. It's usually a longer episode and it's real it's introspective. Fun. You know it's what I'm saying? Too, yeah. It's a fun time. No, I'm so. excited. I'm, I've definitely asked Eric. You know, let me be on the show. Let me be on the show. Yeah. Um. That's more on my part. I forget sometimes to remind him. <laughs> like, anybody, oh, anybody, through, but I forget. Anybody so. knows Steven, he can be forgetful sometimes. As but we, we all, all can be. We so. all can be. in the armor. Exactly. We can all do that. But, um, yeah, I mean, definitely those who know our relationship with Steven probably know we play football together. And that that's like a start for my my friendship with steven it goes as far back to pop warner i played pop warner with your older brother Mm -hmm. so we were always around each other going up from flag football to going to football events and then in the high school and then that's kind of when you and eric kind of took off as friends i feel like yeah i didn't meet him until honestly my sophomore year i met jordan when i was in sixth grade i didn't meet you until honestly a sophomore so it's crazy too because we'll always say like we never like I can't remember like a specific time where like we became friends. It was nope. just like one day we weren't friends and the next day, oh hey Steven what's up? And literally we're fucking introduced like, each other and became best friends honestly, day one. It was, right. it was right. literally there was like no that. in between and if there was we we literally can't remember and it's so funny. Right. No, but I mean because I remember what you were telling me the first time you had like that what was that that uh, that game at. Against the Colorado Disney. team, yeah. yeah, at Disney Worldwide of Sports, I got you guys played game. a Colorado team. Yeah. I was just in the stands; we I was did. a freshman yeah. at the time. So this that's is a funny pre-season. story. Yeah. So I'm a freshman. I came to watch, and literally the first time I heard, you know, oh, that's Eric Aponte. It was actually when he was getting taken off the field because yeah. he got hurt. And then who came in? Jordan Graves. Jordan Graves. That was me. Jordan Graves. So it's funny that you bring that story up because in a way that kind of like put me into the rotation of playing on varsity my sophomore year well, like was i was in the re- rotation of the, of the defensive line after that he went down i made a couple big plays that game and it's funny how like life works and you brought that story what's crazy up. about that though is that uh spring going into that right. season, i was third string behind nikki and you playing what will linebacker exactly and then i got moved down to leo and then right. that it was just Right, crazy but you got shit. moved a little earlier than me, and then I ended up being moved yeah. to that position oh, too. I was just about to ask that because I, 
I didn't even know you played D line. Yeah, yeah I was a linebacker. We were, we were I was bad. a linebacker going into sophomore year, and then mm-hmm. I gained a lot of weight. And um, in a good way, of course. In a good way, of course. <laughs> I got. I, I probably got another inch too. Mm-hmm. And Coach T at the time felt like I'd be more beneficial at D line, yeah, so he yeah. moved me to D line, but kept me on varsity. That was the only way he was going to keep me on varsity. Yeah. If I wanted to play linebacker, he's like, you can go ahead and do that on JV. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to do that. You know what I'm saying? And I like knew I could, I, yeah, I knew I could make an impact. And it's funny how that story lines up. Eric gets hurt. I come in. I made that sack on the quarterback was 6'5", too. Yeah, that was, they were, yeah, I mean, they were state champs and, over in Colorado. Yeah. Oh, wow. I did not yeah, know that. Yeah, that quarterback had a, had a lot of hype and, you know, a lot of recruiters watching him and whatnot. So that was a big play. And then you were down against Lake Brantley. Yeah, I didn't play mm-hmm. against Lake And Brantley. then I started. And then when he came back, we both started. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah. I, we, I started most games. I think I didn't – I got playing time in all games, but three games I didn't start. It was Brantley – uh, I want to say Colonial, because I had played bad against Oak Ridge, right? And Haggerty because it was senior night, right? Or he was starting all the seniors. We were at, at Haggerty, so. and I played seven out of. But I played I, most of that game. I started anyway. seven out of ten games, probably yeah. as well. Okay. And I played in every game too. You play. You didn't play in the Brantley game because you were hurt. I other than hurt. that, I but I ended up being moved to linebacker by the Winter Springs game. We had three games left. Winter Springs, I played linebacker. Me and Adam. Mm-hmm. And then I played linebacker against Edgewater and whoever the last game of the season was. That was Haggerty. Haggerty. Haggerty was the last game. Yeah. yeah. Did you have so, an interception that game? I did have an interception that game. I remember it. In it was my on the news. P- oh, yeah, wow. I, remember I forgot that. about that. Because this yeah. was a year I wasn't on varsity. Yeah. I was a Driscoll freshman was at the, the time. Yeah. Baby Driscoll was the quarterback, too. Jeff, not Jeff Driscoll. Jason, uh, Jason. Driscoll. Jason Driscoll. Jason Driscoll. I'm sorry. His little yeah. brother. Yeah. And we yeah. played against him since Pop Warner. Yeah. But. I had a good game before. I had a, my three last games playing linebacker. I felt like I had three great games. That's why I stayed at linebacker. Obviously, Winter Springs. I got the love from Coach T on Edgewater. Had a great game, but he but tore he, me apart. He said it was a pop. Oh yeah, it made me feel like I had a terrible game. I had yeah. a forced fumble the first play of the game. Right. I had a tackle for loss, like a ten yard tackle for loss in the first half. I had like I seven that, like, solo tackles. With you telling me that, my mind was blown. Because I, I remember I was in the stands for that game. My dad said, like, yo, that was Jordan's one of his best games I've seen him play. And I'm playing he's against you since Pop Warner. Right. And with I was, my brother. Right. And I've been, and we were playing against Alton Howard, Carl Joseph. Mm-hmm. I was making big plays on those type of players. Yeah. And then he tore me down, which, <laughs> you know, that kind of was like a mental thing. Yeah. I think he knew I played well, but I. I also feel like he knew I could bring more, and he wanted yeah. to take more out of me. Of course. Being older now and looking at it mm-hmm. like that, I felt like that's what he was really trying to do. Mm-hmm. Like He didn't want me to get too much of a big head yeah. on myself and Don't not play well the next week. Did, and then the next better. week I had an interception. Yeah. So I still had a good game then the season. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Football, I mean, that's – like I said, that, that got me and Steven together, and that's what, that's what uh, really forged our bond. Yeah. We had this one player my junior year, his sophomore year. <laughs> Man, because at that, like, there would be, like, little things that occur that it's, like, we would, like, like this is going to sound fucking fruity as shit, but, like, we would finish each other's sentences and stuff yeah. and have the same thought and shit like that. And then against Winter Springs uh, that year. Before that game, I went to your house and we honestly napped for, like, an hour <laughs> to two hours. Now, that, we, that is, that we, is. Like, you literally took went to his house and we just fell asleep. We were, now like, it's really fruity. Yeah. We were on opposite sides yeah. of the couch. <laughs> no. no, 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 yeah. Y'all on the same, y'all on, we were on the same couch. Other. We were not Yo, next. Do you remember to each that other. couch that had in the bonus room? That one that wrapped around. <laughs> no, we, we were in the we were in the living room couch. <laughs> the small. <laughs> no, but anyway. that's not the point of the story. They really forged their bond on that day. 
that was just awkward. And this is that's them letting you know. About. Continue the story. I just remember we both fell asleep and we both woke up groggy and like, oh, sh- like, oh shit, we have to go to our game. And just right. remembering that because we fell asleep before then, and then this the instance he's talking about is what like started this whole you know forever link thing. Yeah. Um, his your your junior year, my sophomore year, we're playing Winter Springs. Right. Um, the game is tied. You know, it was a back and forth game. We we felt on defense we were probably dominating most of the time like we had it under control yeah, but as far game. as watching it the score was fourteen to fourteen in the last last minute of the game it was a close game I had a great game like, yeah I didn't I was you know I was a little sophomore at the time but let's see it was thirty was it like thirty three seconds left or something on fourth down some, yeah they're going like for that. the game winning field not goal. on fourth down. On third down, on, third on the down? goal line too. But on the on goal, goal line. line, it's third down with they like ran it. Tw- seconds they left. ran it two times and, and tried to punch him. it yeah. in. First and time me Adam, and Adam, it was beautiful. And then the second time, me and you stopped him. Oh yeah, the first yeah, it went like that. You, Adam, or you got him low, and Adam came up high or something like that and stole him on the goal line. And the next play, me and Steven stopped him. And then on third down, they went for the field goal to win it. We had a nice little linebacker quarterback. Absolutely, I don't know. We was we was something nice for sure. But um, right, right, right. Thirty-three seconds left on they, third down. They go on, on third down because this is to win the game. Right. You know, they're just gonna oh, let's just kick a field goal. We'll win the game. Obviously, we're thinking let's hope we block it. Is it twenty-one Please. to fourteen at this point? No, it's fourteen, fourteen. It's tied. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it fourteen, okay. fourteen. Yeah, with thirty-three right. seconds left You're in the right. entire game. They're thinking let's just go for the game-winning field goal. Our whole defense, our whole team is just oh god, let's let's hope we block it. There's only well, thirty-three seconds left. It. I was I was just hoping they missed. Oh, yeah. One of the instances where it's in our favor. Yeah. But instead, right. what happens is Eric goes in. He, he explains. How did you explain the situation? Well, for you? so we line up in, in uh, pump or in field goal block or whatever. And so I'm in between. We're, we're like in each gap, uh, mm-hmm. each uh, defenders in each you gap. Sh- and like the gap that I was in was just like. You shot that gap. Right? It was just huge. Like, no, yeah. it's like their splits were huge. I, in my head, I'm thinking like this can't be like <laughs> fucking real right now. Like, I was on the leftmost side. They really, Chris like, was on outside of me. It's just, it was just so like, I literally could have just walked through that bitch. And that's what happened. I walked through it and I literally just like my whole body hit me straight in my chest. I yep. didn't have to dive on or anything. They kicked the field goal and I blocked it. And in my head, I, I don't know why, but I was thinking it was like an extra point. So I'm thinking the play's done, whatever. Everybody thought up, that except for I him. look up and Steven has the ball running downfield. And I hear no whistles. I'm like, oh, shit, this is still alive. And yeah. I'm over here Like a 90-yard oh, touchdown shit. to oh, the yeah. house to win the game. Yeah, yeah. Was it was crazy. Awesome. Time ran out. My sophomore like, year. This is some Cinderella shit. Yeah, it was awesome because I remember Dakota was actually closest to the ball once you blocked it. Dakota right. Chambers. Yeah. They also gave he him was the right credit. there, but he, you know, he just wasn't th- as the rest of the team wasn't like, right. oh, we blocked it, we're good, we're good. I'm knowing like, oh, this is a behind the line of scrimmage. This ball is still alive. Right. So I literally pick it up and almost perfectly bounce into my hands, yeah. and I just ran for the hills just as fast as I could. Granted, I don't know if I was looking fast or not, but <laughs> now I got the moving. job done. Okay. I was young at the time, but we but had the whole a lot entire sideline. Nobody, was running like down I said, there's nobody that was realizing that. The ball was still alive. Yeah, so, I mean, no. it was just like you and a Football whole bunch savvy. of like four or five of us going down the field, and there's yeah. like no Winter Springs players in sight. Yeah, and that was, was a dog crazy. fight. Ended up being yeah. a dog fight, and it didn't need to be. Yeah, that was no. awesome. I remember. But, I mean, that was that was the story of, of our team, Lake yeah. Howell. I mean, we had because we would be in the trenches with teams. We only yeah. really were holding teams to two scores. Yeah. I mean. We had what we thought could have been a powerful offense, just mm-hmm. couldn't always get you know. Well, the best I mean, results. granted, though, we can never like get on the same page like we never there like was that. only twice that we had like a complete game yeah. like both that both sides of the ball our offense, was hot, our offense was not and it that always was the case most of the time our defense was not high, yeah. our offense was not yeah i know yeah. what you mean that, that's what i meant to say yeah, i got <laughs> defense you baby. Was, exactly but i mean 
were there any games where the offense was hot and we weren't? Because what was the highest uh, scoring game? <laughs> Lake there Mary. was <laughs> Wakiva. Lake, Lake Mary, Mary, nobody was hot. Yeah, <laughs> Lake Mary, nobody. Yeah, was Lake Mary. Uh, Wakiva, we yeah. came out hot on the offense, yeah. and then, and, but it was a half by. It was like a half team. Like we were mm. either like Brantley. Somebody was clicking in the first half, and the other team and the other side wasn't. Or you know, we just could never we had be some on the injuries. Same page. I got hurt. Mm-hmm. It was just you out for two games. It just seems a lot of shit. I was out for a game and a half. Game and a half. I played the first half of Wakiva. Got hurt when they scored the first time. And it got called back on that play. I got hurt. Right. But they you, ran the same exact play. Scored. scored. Mm-hmm. And what? That was tie game or that was? All I know is that score. we went up. That we, was their first score, and then they scored again before mm-hmm. the half was over. So I was out minutes left in the first half, and then all of the second half, and then I was out against. Who's that? East River? No, East Ridge. East Ridge. The next week. Yeah, that so was one of my worst games with Kaiba. I probably finished the game with five or six tackles, but I missed 11. Damn. Yeah, yeah you had you did miss a lot of yeah, tackles. Yeah, it was bad. Remember that. And that was, you know, an important game. I just remember getting fucking triple teamed. Like, there was three big yeah, they loaded the box. But, like, and what, like, what really bothered me, <laughs> with, apart from it being such an important game for our district, I remember before the game, as we're walking out of the locker room, we, granted, we were at Wakaiba, but out um, entering the field, I remember Coach Bell like rest in peace he was standing outside and he goes oh number 10 that, that's crabs he's a he's a baller watch him play tonight and i was like yeah i'm gonna like i'm gonna ball out i never got to Damn, play under him. him i never got to play under him but i knew how he was such a legend and like how you know football lore essentially and well, i just wanted i wanted to ball too, out for him for him because he yeah, said he that before me. the game yeah, yeah he, coached he coached my younger or my older brother jordan uh, basically everyone i played varsity football with right yeah rest and in peace to coach yeah for he, sure. he passed away too young right he and did. he was a big influence for sure he molded most of the, he made, the friends he made a and lot men of, I know. He he helped lead a lot of great men into mm-hmm. – he helped lead a lot of great young kids into a path of becoming great men. Mm-hmm. He had an impact on that. For sure. A lot of kids like, you know, Jalen and other kids of that nature who didn't have the best male influence, he was he was great for that. Right. He touched a lot of those kids. So, yeah, we definitely got to pay respects to him. For sure. I'm saying, like, my brother is a Cowboys fan because of Coach Bell. Oh, oh, really? That is literally the reason why he's a Cowboys fan. I didn't know His that. coach and Pop Warner was a Cowboys fan, so he became a Cowboys fan. That's what's up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we praised Coach Bell back then. He was For like sure. a guy because he was revered. the love he showed us and the discipline he gave us and the results that came from that it was undeniable. Mm-hmm. We always won. But we are always held accountable mm-hmm. for everything, whether we won or we lost. <laughs> yeah, Even if we won, we were beating teams thirty-five to zero. My favorite. But story. we have seven penalties mm-hmm. on Monday. We're doing we're doing two hundred up downs either way. Yeah, Even in a game in which they won like forty-two to zero. Even though, but they did. had what five false starts, maybe one offsides uh, or something. I mean, that's what football is about, though. And you so gotta, he, you gotta, he would hold you accountable. Exactly. Right. That's the right. name of the but game. Not only that, that you know, that translates <clears throat> into life. Mm-hmm. Even though we're doing well, we know we you know. We still got to fix some mistakes. Be yep. You can it's always, always be better. You can't slack when exactly. you're doing well. So can't that's be, a, you can't be content. That's one. You can't be fucking, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Complacent? Complacent. Yep. Right, right. And that's Complacent. one life lesson he showed me, so mm-hmm. I just wanted to put that out there. For sure. You know, pay my respect. But, I mean, kind of 
contradicting of what you know all this praise we're giving him this mm. game where i wanted to ball out for him against mm. Kaiba, i again missed 11 tackles mm. you know we lost in the last minutes of the game right uh, it was very frustrating in a game where we started off up 14 yeah we got the opening kickoff start. And, then, and then scored on offense and then after that it was what because yeah. it was 21 to 31 right we're doing a good but job yeah, containing that they weren't scoring what they were doing touchdowns no, well because they, they were, what happened was i remember that game that that quarterback that they had was a running quarterback and that's we didn't Deontay. know if he was if he was going to play or Fears? not that week. No, that was the running back, Deontay. Fe- uh, he became he the quarterback. He became the quarterback, but that's not what we were game Their planning. Their whole for. the con- offense that they came out with that mm-hmm. week was something that we did not game plan for at exactly. all, at all. And that's what I was saying when I was having literally like three lead blockers coming my way. I'm like, oh my god! It was like, so it was crazy. They have their best player in the backfield getting the ball snapped directly to him and just running three blockers in front of them and probably another guard like yeah they had they probably had a tight end a running uh a fullback blocking and a pulling guard or someone pulling like around like it was i was it was overwhelming it was and especially when i was first seeing and i was not expecting to be fucking you know and it didn't stop pummeled the whole game which i mean for three people coming my way i felt like i held my own i I held my own because they were all big as shit i had a good few plays yeah yeah, before I got hurt, tackles for losses and stuff. Yeah, they, they, they had a sweep to the side yeah. that it was just me. And, oh, and yeah, you tackled yeah. me. I remember. I, know, I made that play, but that was my job a lot. Was just sealing that fucking edge, edge yeah. and yeah. taking and then, on whoever's coming, whether it was the pulling guard. Was I over the top bag, of you? But, pause. Yeah. Okay. Because we're both on. Well, the songs, I mean, but the same side. it was a pending because you guys played outside, right? It was uh, Adam in the middle. Yeah, Adam. You, you two on either side, and then was it the other way? I was on the strong side. This shit just brings back some type bro, of nostalgia. Bro, we were fucking bro. nice, bro. Oh, yeah. We were nice, like <laughs> yeah, like the system. I don't want to toot, I don't want to toot my own horn or our own horn, but we were nice as fuck. Like for sure, we had a lot of like we ha- we had chemistry, which was so important. We did. We had chemistry, all of us. You know what I'm saying? Which, it was I'm, a beautiful like day. a lot of it is, you know, we could have gone further in football with it if we wanted to. A lot of it is self inflicted, but also I feel like a big part of it is the football program that we were in. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the point I was going to make, but yeah, yeah you're right. because so, I mean, at some we point, we could have done more. Yeah, at some point, more. like we realized that 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 coaching staff was not it. So either yeah. we could have, you know, taken it into our own hands, go somewhere else, or take the recruiting into our own hands mm-hmm. and get our own film and shit like that and put it out. And seventeen, eighteen years old, a lot of yeah. kids don't even know what to really no, do with that. Too. There's yeah. a, yep, there's an HBO sports um like thing with Bill Belichick and Nick Saban. And they both say like you, um, good players can't overcome bad coaching. Oh yeah, who said? What, who was it? I you said that, that said? to you. Was I said it? that to you. Yeah, this, and that was exactly our case. It um, was. At Lake you, that's right. Yeah. And you know, fun fact: my senior year, I actually <clears throat> tried transferring to Oviedo, and I did. I was accepted, but my mom literally says in the email where she, where I'm trying to transfer, oh, we're doing it for football, and that's the number one thing you can't say. You can't do it for sports, and she added it. And she added it in the email, and it kind of, uh, I don't want to say ruined my chances, but it didn't allow me to play be eligible for football because I played at Lake Howell in the spring. Right, so you couldn't make that So move I couldn't. Even if it was like, oh, like, you know, I made a move or miraculous, I'm you know, trying to be in a certain program that only Oviedo has, there was no mention of that. It was only mentioning sports, and that was the yeah, one thing you can't one. transfer for. And she put, included it in the email to maybe the, the principal of the school. Right. Whoever, yeah, whoever Right, so I was, I was able to go to the school as a student. I got transferred. But I didn't no want football. to because I, I want to yeah. play football. Yeah, at the time, it was the love of my life. Damn, yeah. son. But, I mean, football is football is probably been, it's been the start of a lot of our yeah. relationships, and that's Absolutely. carried over years I mean, later football after is probably, that. It's probably, like, the real first love and passion that I had. Like, Right. I mean, I remember, what, our senior year when we lost to Oak Ridge, bro. 
I cried like a little child. Yeah, I, I mean, that would, I mean, that would have been the first for a lot of shit in, in twenty right. plus years at Lake Howe. It would have mm-hmm. been. It was a lot first on district that game. champions because all we had to do was win that, all and we then had to do all was win, we, and then we Score had to touchdowns. beat East River, and we spanked them, and we would have been district champs. We could have put ourselves, excuse me, in better position by winning that Wakiva game. Yeah, and who else did we lose to? That was just Wakiva and just yeah, because we had beat Winter Springs, and yeah. we had to beat Oak Ridge. We did. We beat. And the yeah. crazy thing we about that the year, district champions. Yeah, the crazy thing is about that year too is that uh, Oak Ridge was averaging like thirty-five points a game that year, and we, we had them to fourteen. 14 motherfucking oh, yeah. points. They, yeah, they had players. It was going, 14 like, to 7. Murray, one of their receivers, yeah. played at uh, uh, FSU. Yeah. 14 to 7. And who scored that one touchdown? Your boy. My boy, Eric. I should have had more. I wish I would have played running. You back. had a, he, Eric had a lot of big plays our senior year from, well, that was junior year, the story that you just told. But, I mean, you had the touchdown against uh, Oak Ridge. You had a forced fumble against Lake Brantley, our Lake senior Brantley night. That was probably the most twice the two clutches to moments set us I've up ever to had go into overtime in my life. Lake Brantley, yeah. Because yeah. they were driving on the goal line and they ran a fucking. They ran a, some type of like direct snap sweep and they were like on the five yard line. And I remember Coach Lowe, like before. Uh, before that uh that play, he's like, We need a turnover this play. We need a turnover. And I'm just mm-hmm. like in my head, I'm like, fuck, if it comes my right. way, like this is me. Right. Sure mm-hmm. enough, they hadn't been running it to my side the whole game either. So they run it to my side. And to be honest, I don't know how the ball came out. Like I don't even remember putting my hands on the ball. I just remember like wrapping him up and I slid off. And I guess as I'm sliding off, my hand just popped the ball out. And I think uh Mayka reca- re- received it. it, recovered it. And that was on like the part Right on the fucking sideline, like it was nothing but a yard of space between the ball going out of bounds yeah. and us recovering the fumble. So that was a big heads up play by makeup. And then like two plays later, we ended up stalling out on the drive. Right. And, and I think they kick kicked the, the field goal. We made it. They made it. They made it. Yeah. And then we were kicking an onside kick. And they kicked it to the first line. I think it was like one of their tight ends, number eighty, and I came and just Wham, bam, like them, man. Let the fucking hit stick on them. And then uh, mm-hmm. our kicker, Gangewich, picked it up. And then we drove downfield, scored the touchdown. Trexler held his helmet out like, like he Randy was fucking, Orton. like he was Jesus or something. Yeah. Like he, I'm, And then. For a minute. Oh, my yeah. God. Like, yeah, that's that's just like, time. He literally stood there for time. 15 yeah. seconds. Yeah. With no, his arms, a minute. Yeah, with his arms out, like just standing there. Like just he like was the, the Messiah. Like, it, it was. was I'm just like, bro, like what the actual fuck? Like. What? And then what really hurt me after that, because we would have made the extra point from there, but then he was doing that, so we moved the extra point back. Granted, Our kicker that game had hit a 50-yard field goal. That was yeah, a Lake Howell record yards. at the time. I don't know if it's changed or not, but he hit a 51-yard 51 51-yard 51 field goal. It was a school record. And the this, same game in which. This he, extra point was about like 20 yards because of the penalty, mm-hmm. and he missed it. Went yep. into overtime. To, to win the game. And to then win the, the win game. in overtime, he missed again. Yep. No, we go into overtime. Oh, and yes, on the and in. they get the ball first. Okay, so they, if they score a field goal, we have an opportunity to score as well. If we score a touchdown, we win. Their first drive, they I don't know who, who yeah, I don't know who forced a fumble. The ball came out. I actually picked it up, Justin, and I could have. Justin Castell forced a fumble. Justin Castell, baller. But anyways, he um he forced the fumble. I pick it up, and I could potentially return it for you know to to score to the game winning touchdown. Like return it back for a touchdown. Well, no. There was a referee right there, so I run oh, to the yeah. left to get around because like, he's right in front of me. I pick the ball up and try to run to his left, and I, I ran towards the running back. So he literally just wrapped me up and just tackled you're right, me. You're but right. that's exciting. Oh, my God. We just have to score a field goal, and we win. So our offense gets four downs to either score or kick a field goal. Did we kick it on third or fourth down? 
The fourth. We kicked third? it on third down. We kicked it on third? That's what I thought. Yeah, we kicked Why it. Why the fuck? Because we're packing it up and let's go home. Just yeah, like Winter Springs okay. did against us. Exactly. And so what happened? He missed. He missed. This, he missed another field goal again, 20 yards to win the game. To get win the game. It's very frustrating. Very yeah, frustrating. I mean, it's, I mean, it's the name of the game. It happens. Oh, typical Lake Howell fashion. Though. But at the like, same time, championships are one off a field goal. There's times yeah, that happens. It yeah. can either be a miss or a make. It right, happens. At that point, I mean, just and that was our senior night too. To lose yeah. in double overtime like that, like that was just kind of like, like the icing on the cake in a sense. It's like, damn, yeah. like that was the after night. all this, like that was the it's night just I like it's I just cried like, like a baby. Yeah, I cried bro, that night at the end of the game. No, like I have a picture of it too. It's Maka like lifting me up, and I look like I'm just like on the field, Defeated. like God damn, like this is how this shit would end. Like it was a hell of a fucking ride, but. That losing double OT to Lake Brantley, a team that we also haven't beat in how long and blah blah blah. And we were this close. It was always it always just felt like we were this close every time. Right. That shit was fucking demoralizing. Yeah, that was the story of our yeah. season. And that yeah. in that picture you talk about, isn't don't you look like tiny though? Bro, I look yeah. It, <laughs> you look tiny. I, I might be able to. You look like the same size, if not smaller than Makeup. Bro. But I remember that. Like that. Bro, no, no, I look it, in it the picture weird. though. Like it was I look weird. small though. It, it looked weird. I'm yeah. joking. I'm joking. We Such a fucking that's that's the, I mean, like Ready, I said, that's Eric's, a, you know, six foot at the time, maybe 210. 215, probably. 215. Yeah. Make cuts, you know, 5'8", five, 5'9", five, maybe 170. So, like, you can see the difference in sizes and how they look the same, you know. It looked, it, it was funny once you saw the picture, how they looked, right. like, almost the same size. It right. was like, you knowing Eric, so right. I you saw knowing Eric. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It was just, it, it was a funny picture if you knew the size difference oh, between right them. Oh, it's right here. Look. Yeah, you do look kind of small, bro. That's I was just sitting there on the field, I'm like, God damn, like that shit. What's funny about that picture is we thought them silver jerseys was the hardest thing in the world. (laughs) We had great. I mean, we're we're thankful for what we had at the time, but we did definitely think we were on another level. But I mean, if you look at it now compared to then, in retrospect, like Nike Mm -hmm. Neosport. Turf. (laughs) I feel like I filled it out, so I was I was straight. Yeah, I fuck with the uniforms. As long as you're big, anything looks fine. I know the games that I swagged out the most was East Ridge, uh, Okoe, and... East Ridge, you had a run. Your first offensive carry. I missed that shit. It should have been a 70-yard touchdown. But but it was, what, a 25, 30-yard run up the middle? Yeah. No, it It was sweet. It wasn't a sweep. Off tackle? It was a... But it was between I had 70 yards on on seven carries or some shit like that. Yeah. Something, oh God, I wish I would have. That's really like, I wanted to play football to play running back. Like, that was my mm-hmm. dream position. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, like, I just never, never they never, the yeah, they never, I don't know. It was weird. Cause I figured it's like, shit, I might not have the best feet, but that's something you could teach. I have the size. Yeah. I was, what, six foot between, you know, 205 and 215. Like, that's yeah. where I was ranging, really. And I was, I had pretty good speed. Right. I yeah. was learning like not a afraid for, Not afraid of contact. Exactly. Or right. I feel like I would have been, been a harder guy to. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I would have been more welcoming to contact if I was a running back then. Because, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, there is – I didn't really like to tackle like that. Mm. Man, it would have been fun if you, I loved it. I didn't really get to play against you when you played running back in practice like that. But <laughs> I the, the running backs hardest. I had in practice, I used I to end up either hurting or smacking the foot. I mean, Zach was small. Yeah. I yeah. fuck with Zach. Right. He took off. He did his thing. But, you know. The size difference. The size difference in his line – wasn't kind 50, to him. No offense more. to anybody. Right. But it was easy for me to get back there and make yeah. some stops. Josh Burner, same thing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Gio. Um, they should have had Gio me and Zach as like a one-two punch. Zach and who? Myself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lightning and Thunder. 
because he was quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd get out the outside, but man, like I remember oh, when man. they put you at fullback, Stephen, and mm-hmm. me and you like were not even focused on whatever else was going on in the play. <laughs> we just wanted to maybe Jordan had to contain. Maybe Jordan had to blitz into the, like the a gap or something. It was it didn't just matter. like we just saw each other. We just saw each happen. other. We're like we're gonna hit each other. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't say shit. It was just like yep. you know how two Rams probably just look at each other. Yeah, before yeah. It's time to up? fucking roll. Yeah, that's just what it was. It nothing, nothing. We just still made it. Ran each other. Hit yeah. nothing. We just stood up. We're like, well, we like tapped each other on the helmet. Like good yeah. shit. Yeah. We like, did silver that one time, and that was exactly what it was. Yeah, it was yeah. a stalemate. You and Jordan were always good at a uh, fucking. I the guess stick, not not pancake. I guess is that, is that a, a pancake on, on defense? What is that called? Well, where you were just putting O lineman on their ass. I remember our junior year, you had a oh, sack yeah. against Colonial, and you put that yeah, guard. Sacks. Yeah, but that one, your first one, you put him on yeah. his ass, and I just that was the first series. You two, I remember you do like just watching you guys on film, and you doing. Yeah. I just constantly doing a Kobe my junior year. Stephen had that Haggerty your senior band. year, your, your junior Christ. year, yeah. You made somebody's belt come off. You know, you have yeah. to put your belt in How your that pants. happened, I'll never know. I'll and never the shit know. was tied in. Like, <laughs> it's strapped it's just, up. Like, it's yeah. not even, like, you could see, like, you don't know how it comes off, but the belt just like, flies down out of, like, the sky out of nowhere. And just like, what the and fuck? And that collision in real time is like, oh. Yeah. As, as quick a, as the ball snapped almost is almost as fast as the, as the collision happens. Steve, I, I had one. Steven was game. like a heat-seeking missile when he, he wanted to be. When that, he had that kill shot, remember against Micah in practice? Yeah. Hurt his it was ribs. a scout there too. It was a, yeah, not just not trying to be anything serious. Just Michael run caught the, the ball across the middle of the field like he ran it in, and as soon as he caught it, he I caught him open. underneath his pads. He, he caught him. Stephen caught him underneath and yep. flipped his ass. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, I, I, it, but that game against Haggerty, I had like a Jadavion Clowney play, like a tackle for loss, yeah. like blew him up, forced the fumble, yeah. and recovered the fumble. Yeah. It was it was nice. It was a, it was a fun time. Stephen probably out of all time. of us, Stephen was probably. But, I don't. Want, I don't Adam know. Adam would surprise the fuck out of you, dog. Yeah, Adam, sleep on Adam. Adam's not here right now. He in was a games, fellow linebacker. He would smack people. Oh, he he would always make the first tackle. He would always make like the first he was, tackle. He was, he, was like he was the densest out of all of us. Like the he was like, is, like his upper body was like dense. He would he come so? and like just, yeah. <laughs> it's like it. I don't know because he was like you know because you remember how his arms just became like really thick at yeah. a one like he just became really dense one day it was crazy yeah. and he would just come out of nowhere and just oh was that weight room dog yeah coach low coach low. Adam is somebody that has an alter ego. Mm-hmm. He really on did. the field. He was Batman. <laughs> he <laughs> always Batman. made the first fucking. His tackle. name in my phone was Batman for the longest time. I bet. Yeah, and his, his voice, voice would changes. Become, yeah, and like, he'd be like, "Hey man, I'm Adam." To like, <gasps> he's the guy like growling before yeah, the plays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you see him in class, and you be like, "Love that shit, man." Yeah, never he wears man. glasses too, like just very Adam. Like, if slick you're listening, Adam Walsh, nigga. If you're listening, fucking, we need you on here. All four of us. We need to have a linebacker podcast. That shit would be fucking. Fun. That shit was fun. Hell it yeah. was fun playing with you guys. Everyone. It shit. Was. We fucking uh, tore shit Reminiscing, up. man. But I mean, that, I mean, shit, that goes into, we're family at that. That's what really got us fucking together. That's what football, like, I'm sure, you know, we all would have, oh, shit, take it. I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> I'm a believer in like, you, you meet the people you meet for a reason, regardless of like. Maybe if I wouldn't have played football, because there was at the end of uh, our freshman year, I had I would had the chance to either go play, uh, go try out for soccer, and I would have made the team because I played with a lot of kids that played club, and I was cool with the coach already and shit like that. So like I would have made the team or get moved up to varsity and do that. So I took that route, but I feel like even if I would have just went and played soccer and whatever happened, I feel like you meet the people you meet for a reason, but. You know, when you really, like, work with somebody and sweat with somebody and put in that fucking time with people, like, it really, like, yeah. that bond is, like, 
fucking. Yeah, it's essentially we went to war together. Vulnerable. Yeah. We're the most vulnerable. Yeah, we've seen each other at our best and yeah. at our worst. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Shit. It is a great feeling when you make a big play and you just like with your boys and you just get hyped. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Running and jumping, bro. We all made big plays. That yeah. was the beautiful it was ex- thing. That, it wasn't just one. It was nah. all of us. Nah, we all got highlight we're reels. Fucking, Check this out. Fucking, <laughs> I still go back and watch my shit up. sometimes. <laughs> I remember that, man. I'm, we'll keep reminiscing forever. One last story. but One last. Was it junior year? Yeah, it was that Winter Springs game that y'all had that block. Mm-hmm. Y'all both going to pick up your phones on me. Nobody's even paying no, attention to we're looking at the. <laughs> looking I don't at know. Me. It was a series. Where I had like three tackles for loss, and against who? Three consecutive tackle for losses against Winter Springs. Oh yeah, in yeah, one yeah, series. Yeah, you and Adam. Who was coming out of that half? I don't know. Me and Adam. Lighting, that first half, lighting up the running backs and fullbacks. That first half, the fullback a, was a heavy ball ball a, carrier. I had yeah. a fumble recovery too. Yeah, I, did you they make, ran ISO. Did you make yeah. the, the fullback uh, face mask come off? Like it felt it broke, or like the clips at the top again. Our junior year. I did something. I was fucking at it. His face mask was <laughs> fucked up, but y'all I was going at it. Fullback. Believe. Yeah. I don't know what. Y'all were fucking going at it. But that game also taught me a lesson because. I was fucking that kid up, but I was doing it wrong. I was spilling it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, while he was getting outside, that the the uh, running back thirty four, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Thirty four was the fullback. Full I was hitting him. Oh, I was hitting him was with, the running back. I was hitting number him forward. with the wrong shoulder, so mm-hmm. the play was bouncing outside. Right. I kind of figured that out in the second half, and I tried to do a better job. Maybe Either I figured it out, or somebody told me. Of course, our coach always preached it, but that's yeah. when it really kicked in for me. And once I started spilling it with the other shoulder, I'm giving it back to Adam. Yeah. And it's going to inside yeah, to the help. You know Football what I'm is technical. It really matters what shoulder It didn't matter how big the collision was because I was hitting him hard. And some plays he was going back and going down, but it was, it was the wrong their way. Advantage. It's that technical. Right. Yep, you know what I'm exactly. saying? That's and the running back was finding that little crease. You need, you need the person next to you to do their job. And if they don't, one person fucks up, that's to the house. Right, right, right. That's Still fucking, had a big game, though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, you know, some things I felt like I could have took away from that game, and that was one of those things. For sure. Fuck. But, I mean, shit, speaking of football, what y'all thinking? Super Bowl's coming up. Y'all got any predictions? It's been a pretty interesting season. Not so much for Eric. Yeah. We'll talk about that later, though. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> funny because I have, a, I have a bet with my dad because at the beginning of the season, you know, A.B. being on the Patriots, I was like, man, another Super Bowl for the Patriots. <laughs> I, d- I bet my dad like $5 that the Patriots would make the Super Bowl. Granted, if they win or not, I didn't know. It was just a matter now of Now Brady ain't got that. no receivers. Yeah. I mean, they're they not looking might, good at all. They still, they'll probably make it to the AFC, AFC championship, championship the strength probably. of their defense, right. but depending on who they play in the in that championship game. Which is the probably Raven, the Ravens. If they keep yeah. on playing, they but, can't contain the Ravens. Yeah, Lamar Jackson not. is something Damn. He's a cheat code. He's yeah. just having you one can't of those seasons. It's crazy. Yeah, he's just having one of those seasons. Mm-hmm. He really is. It turns into backyard stop, football. Do you think he... they'll ever be able to contain it? Because imagine, like all your like, if you, if think you it'll say stop? you focus more on his running ability, then but he can throw the ball. That's it. Like he's blessed like that. But he can throw and I run think that the, well. I feel like I've said this before. I think the only team that is built to beat them is the 49ers. Their defense. They beat Richard the 49ers. Sherman, yeah, but them, that was. Yeah. In the conditions that they were in, it was raining. It was in Baltimore. This is going to be in my all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Hold on. You niggas is not giving me any predictions, though. We're talking numbers right now. <laughs> Shit, well, Give me a prediction. That's a hard one. So what is your – like, who's going to win or who's going to get who, there? Who, who are the two teams that are going right to the Super Bowl? We're just laying right out – As of right now. We're just laying out all the, all the info to make yeah. an informed decision. That's all. <laughs> How about you give me your decision and then give me the facts of your decision oh, after shit. that? Fair enough. You go first, Steven. Um, to the Super guessed. Bowl – it's gonna be 
the Seahawks and Ravens. I like that. Yeah. That's a good Seahawks one right now. Ravens. That's Seahawks a good one. Okay, give me some. Give me something behind that. I mean, because, obviously, I mean, with I mean, with us being so amazed with Lamar Jackson and what he's doing, Russell Wilson doesn't play to that level, but in, in the same style though, same style in terms of running. I understand what you're trying to say. Russell's he creates up, plays just like yeah, Lamar yes, Jackson. He can does. extend plays, create he plays. He, plays. But he's a better. You know, he's more known for his throwing. And he's won a Super Bowl. He has that championship gene. Right. So I think with that being said, he they beat this the 49ers as well. Right. Along with the Ravens. Great game. Right. Um, right down to the wire. Um, but I think they're both gonna make it just based on, you know, regular season and, they're, and they're, their division just they're both dominant I, in their in their own aspect. I like that decision. They're both the MVP front runners. So Exactly. That's definitely something that some a lot of people I would imagine are going with right now, Seahawks, Ravens. Not only does it sound good on paper, it's, you know, kind of factual. Right. They're yeah. the two best teams. Mm-hmm. Just watching. Yeah. You can see it's it. going to be exciting to see. Everybody yeah. wants it's, that, but it makes the most sense. But at it's the same not an time. obvious choice. It's not like those are the definite choices. Because, like Eric said, the 49ers are a good team. And that's yeah, they're going to make Okay, so that's yours. Let's not rule out the Saints either. Okay, well, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. So that's yours, right? But that's why I want to What's your prediction? I guess I'm I'm I am. All right, a, give me your argument. I can't. Well, no, I'm just don't saying. Don't even talk record. about the Eagles, please. No, not the. Oh, hell, he's a real no, bro. You're an I'm, Eagles fan, though. Yeah, but I'm not stupid. Okay, they're fucking six I wasn't and calling seven. You stupid. Okay, but <laughs> kind of. I'm not. I'm not delusional. I'm not a delusional fan. Gotcha, gotcha. But anybody? I'm cool. But um, there's just so many teams. It's hard, like, because I think the Ravens are probably going to come out of the the AFC this year like that I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs have a defense that can Mm -hmm. stop them Patrick Mahomes doesn't have it doesn't it just doesn't feel like the offense Patrick Mahomes doesn't have (laughs) I don't right finish that Uh sentence listen like when I say Patrick Mahomes I talk about like the Kansas City offense as a whole he doesn't have like the weapons don't feel the same the juice doesn't feel there like he has it but the things around him it just doesn't feel the same you think the Ravens are more consistent with their with their they are but if and but and also if the Kansas de- City has a moment, yeah, but their defense is also five touchdowns. You realize Lamar Jackson yards. leads the league in passing touchdowns. He I has do. thirty-three. Next, second place has twenty-seven. Russell Wilson. So you got the Ravens the coming out there. I got the Ravens coming out there. In the I NFC, think, I think they're consistent. They have their defense is slept on too a lot. So people don't people don't because Lamar Jackson is having a hell of a season. So uh, the NFC is hard. Because I'm kind of – I don't think the Packers are going to do it. I don't think Aaron Rodgers has enough on offense. I don't think the Vikings are going to – they're another one. For me, it's really between the 49ers, Seahawks, and Saints. Saints. Yeah. Because the Cowboys – I mean, whoever okay, comes – Okay, well, give me a one, two, three out of those motherfuckers. I think my three. favorite team in the NFL is the Saints. Or just pick the, pick, pick the one you think is the best out of those three. Has the best chance of going. So hard. I said right now I'm going to stay with 49ers. So 49ers, Ravens, Ravens, Super Bowl. I feel like they have the most complete team. I feel like they're Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Jimmy I feel G. Like he slept Jimmy on G. Is I feel that like guy. people sleep on him. I like for sure. For sure. I he gets feel nervous like a little he bit. has the. Their running backs are fast as shit. Thirty one. I forget what his name Breda? is. It starts with the, yeah, bro. He's fast as shit. Yeah. And they have they added Emmanuel Sanders. Speed they kills. have George Kittle on offense. Their O line is fucking big and physical. And their defense. George they, Kittle is fucking they, hilarious. George Kittle is nice. <laughs> he just He's goes good, out there bro. and plays football. It's so fun to watch. Like he and his attitude is just like, man, I'm just balling. I'm having fun. Like he right. just he's he's wild. It's, it's fun to watch. Yeah, he is nice. He's surprisingly fast. He's probably too. one of my favorite. People sleep on his ends. speed. I probably like him more than I like Zach Ertz, honestly. Whoa. 
This year at least. This year at least, but you have to ride with your tight end, and he's raw. I'm not too. saying he's, he's not bad. Lefters. I'm just saying, nice. like, as like the, he this season, he is having a better season. Okay. So someone has a better season than your tight end. Just love that. Nah, I like so, him more. I think I heard a story about Zach Ertz was crying because he wasn't getting, getting enough, the ball. Yeah, getting the ball enough or something like I that. I heard that at some point. Yeah. Bro, it's been a rough season. <laughs> I <laughs> think not it was him that said that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how the how the Lions doing, Jordan? He don't care. I do care. My quarterback's hurt. Yeah. No, my season was a wash. I beat the <laughs> fucking Philadelphia Eagles, though. Yeah. I remember that day. So did the Dolphins. Man, the Eagles are really bad, honestly. And we're still in the chance. We still have a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah, because so. the Cowboys suck too. Yeah, okay. it's a weak division. The weakest division That's in football. Fun. Somebody's got to win it though. Suck. Somebody's got to <laughs> win it though. <laughs> it's funny. You niggas suck. Gotta it's gotta funny. Win. Any of any fans of any of those teams making any arguments? It's just like y'all all suck. Bro, so. you never know. Once we get in the playoffs, you never know. Yeah, we have the fucking Packers, Vikings, Bears. The Rams aren't probably, but the Rams don't deserve. To I'm be talking in the about playoffs. my division. The Rams shouldn't oh, yeah, have made it last year. The Saints should have. Let's be real. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. I guess they had a whole a, overtime, and I think they had like there was five minutes left. After there there were call, multiple opportunities were for, for the Saints to win. Yes, but could with you the imagine? Situations, could you imagine? They would have won the game. But Mark Ingram's not won, there right, anymore. Whatever. Fuck this. Year. He was there last season too. But Tavius Murray's been balling though. That's true. UCF kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 Smith oh, for the Saints. Oh, yeah. He balls. Oh, he, yeah. went to, he went to UCF. Who's wow. the uh, Trey Nixon? Right? No, not Trey Nixon. That's the one that's coming. That's from. Uh, what are those two twins? Seminole? No one really knows about. <laughs> the, one, Gabe Davis. One, one's missing a hand. He's gonna be. He's Shaquille probably gonna Griffin. be a first round Shaquille pick. And Shaquille Griffin. Bro, Gabe Davis. That kid from Sanford. He's gonna probably be a first round pick. Yeah. He's nice. Who the fuck he is went, Gabe yeah, he Davis. went to Seminole. Yeah, Gabe Davis UCF, from UCF. Yeah, He's a receiver. Like I Damn, played against son. him. I don't know. I don't know who he is, but big ups to him. UCF, yeah. I want to see him do he's big nice. balls. He's nice. He's probably he's, what, he makes some nice ass six. catches too. Yeah, he's a, he's a baller. He's yeah. Shout I out to him. It. I believe nice. it. UCF guy. Yeah, local guy. Okay, well those are some good predictions. What's your prediction, well, yeah. Jordan? Jordan, you were putting the pressure. I was the, on. I, know, I right? was the curator of predictions. I don't so have a say. I just want to see a good game and a good show. You give some opinion. There you go. Hey, hey, talk to me one time. <laughs> one at a time. Okay? Ahead, we're applying that one pressure. One time, one time. <sighs> I don't know. I, uh, I, for me, it would probably be the Seahawks. Probably the Seahawks and the Ravens. That's why I liked mm. his pick so much. <laughs> Honestly, because you can't I, go wrong with that, though. You can't. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Russell Wilson, he can get hot and he yeah. can. And, and Jadavian Clowney, well. Jadavian Clowney, if he he if he gets on if he goes on a run in the playoffs and like actually Damn. is feels motivated, like his team can and win a championship. And how can you how can you bet against the Ravens right now? You can't. You can't. You can't. Their defense is playing mm-hmm. well. Damn, they big have pick an up, X big factor for them. Mark Ingram and Earl Thomas, big pickups for them. Yeah. They have an X factor. They have three Heisman Trophy Judon, winners in the backfield that's that's at the one time. Linebacker, that pass rusher, Judon for the Ravens, John something Judon. He's nice. He's big as fuck too. You know who else that shout uh, out Judon? Daniel Hunter for the Vikings. He's fucking big as shit. Which one? Daniel Hunter. Dan- yes. Yes. He's the quickest to get. He's the youngest player to get to fifty sacks. Yep. He had a three sack game, I think, yeah, last week. I've always said the bro, he's the Vikings D line like ripped, but like yeah, huge. Phys- physique. They're yeah. the most impressive. They're all just swollen, big as shit. It's like what the f- no, nah, but he like stands out. Oh yeah, from yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, Hunter, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's fucking ripped and he's yeah. huge. It's crazy yeah. and like damn. Like some people it's are just a, it, blessed. Freak, yeah, freak, freak specimen for sure. 
But Jadavion Clowney, back to the Seahawks. He if he can take over a game and if he wants to take over a game and he feels like what he's game motivated, did he take over? He was very disruptive. Forty Nine ers game, big game. Yeah. If he had, if he Put can do that, if he G. can force a fumble on him, right? Mm-hmm. If you can get that out of him for a playoff run, a playoff exactly. push, just get the most out of him for four. It weeks seems like when he's excited games, to play, he's a different player. Exactly. He seemed like when he's motivated, excited to play that that's night. just probably easy as fuck for him. Yeah, he's been. He's it's so been. It's been so easy for him since. He's he fucks came out of the Michigan. Like that's it. Like <laughs> Hell football was off easy for me. Like, that play in Michigan, though, oh, set his career what, off. Yeah. Yeah. That's what made him. That's what made he him. He was one of the first the viral masses. moments. Mm-hmm. Not maybe one of the first, but he was early yeah. as far as far as a viral football viral moment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, I mean, that's what got him. Who, who was the recognized. block that blew up for Nebraska? Kenny Bell. Kenny Bell. Oh that my block. god. He obviously Alabama return. Alabama Auburn against. Yeah. yeah, Auburn kick six, kick six, kick six. That shit. I remember watching that. I had goosebumps watching that shit. I remember like, watching that. Shit too. <laughs> I was I like, I I like you're kicking it. I'm like, I, I can't remember. I'm sorry. I was in my. It was in my living room, and I remember I was with it was me and my stepdad Joe, and I was just walking by. Like I was coming out of the kitchen because I had just like put something away or whatever, and I was walking by, and I'm like, hmm, like they're just gonna kick it. And I was just gonna go watch it wherever I was watching before, but I stopped in the living room because it was a long kick, whatever. Just watching. And then they return, or he they, they kick it, and then Chris Davis gets it. I'm just, like, watching it, and he's running, running, running. And then you start seeing, like, blockers ahead of him, mm-hmm. and you're just like, no way. It's like it somebody's going to come and, like, get his leg or something. And then once, you, once he gets that last one, like, right up the sideline, he starts walking that chalk. Like, he, I feel like he got, like, within, like, inches, inches, like, <laughs> centimeters of, that, of the chalk, and then he just broke it. I just got goosebumps. I'm like, no fucking way. This just happened. Wasn't the crazy thing about that is Alabama had heavy like O linemen. Yeah, a lot of they had nobody. People. They had nobody. Yeah, no one yeah. like that could chase down anybody. I just don't understand why if you're just gonna kick that long of a field goal, you might as well just like just hail mary, go yeah. for the win at that point. Yeah. Like if I don't know, that just seemed odd. I don't know. Like Nick Saban goes down in odd ways. Like it kind of seems like he beats himself in games. Like mm-hmm. he wanted to lose to like. I don't know. I, I mean, I would say he wanted to lose. I know it's kick. not like that, that, that but that's what it's play. like. It's just like I don't know. Every time he loses, it seems to be off like a bad kick or someone misses a kick or this. Then it's like, bro, like you would think you're Nick Saban. Go get a better kicker. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like that seems to be there. It's not that simple, though. I guess not. But nah. I mean, he has the best recruiting class in the nation every year. Yeah, I don't hands know. Down. Hands it's down. It's odd. He's got to pay more attention to his kickers. College football is rigged, anyways. Mm-hmm. You think so? No, because <laughs> if it was rigged, then they would have had Alabama the and rigged, Oklahoma the, playing in the in the college football playoff. It, but with that sentence right there, the only thing that's Oklahoma messed up about in, college football yeah, is the playoff system. Not. The playoff system is only it's a, four. It's an teams. invitational. It's not a system. It's, they, it's, it's an invitational. It's, it's but why don't they have that? They're the only sport in collegiate sports that doesn't have a, a normal playoff system. That like at least greater than because four it's teams. money, bro. It's money. But Which what I get and you don't think that's what it is. But in? I I think that they would get more money if they expanded the playoff and cut those bowl games in half. The bowl because yeah, they, they have, have like thirty nine bowl games. Like more, who the fuck cares? They have like eighty. No, they don't have eighty. They have like forty something bowl okay, games. Okay, I'm just talking out my ass. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I just don't get. I don't see how they're making money off those little tiny bowl games that no one fucking pays attention to and no one goes to. And like it's little tiny schools that went like fucking like there's still D one schools like in the whole in the BCA or whatever the fuck you want to call it now Division one A like. But they're PCS like fucking. Over. They're like it's like Tulane and fucking Middle Tennessee State. Like who the fuck is gonna? Where they? I don't see where they're making money off that. And like, if you get like eight teams, that's what. 
I'm, uh, <laughs> that's, that's what, Eric. That's what. How many? I mean, how would they do it? They get the top four, like, would each uh, conference champion win? Power five, three at large. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. But Just the, the top-ranked eight teams. It's that simple. No, because then what is conference championship? Does that mean anything? Um, if you win, if, like, if say if you if win have a better, if, if they're like one, 11 and 1 and they won the conference championship, yeah, they should most of the time. I feel, like, the, I feel like they should have the conference championship be like an automatic bid. And that, then if you the win the conference championship, you go you, to the, you go into the playoff. Yeah, I guess you're right. Because that's how it, it, works it, in, it yeah. makes the conference championship mean something. It makes, yeah, it, it makes that mean, meaning. So instead of now, like Alabama, if they would have won out and not lost to Auburn and say Georgia lost, they would have been the fourth one in. Yeah. And Oklahoma would have won the Big 12 and they would have been out anyways. Wow, yeah. But Alabama lost to Auburn. So that kind of worked. They lost to the two out. teams. Yeah, that, to LSU. But if they would have had just one loss and Georgia loses, Alabama's in at four instead of Oklahoma. Joe Burrow for the Heisman, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see him in the NFL. I just feel like more people want to see ranked teams play and not like each no, other, though. Yeah, exactly. Other, yeah. And that's a perfect time to do it at the end of the year, yeah. the end of the season. You have fucking all these ranked teams playing. But, but more than four is my point. Yeah. That's Why, okay. Teams. So, Okay, but that's what I'm saying. I, that's what I was agreeing with you. That okay, the, okay. You know, I didn't you, know. Okay. you lose it. I feel like they're not making any money with these lower end bowl games that nobody cares about. Correct, correct. They they need to expand the the playoff. I mean, double the teams. They can add more if they wanted. The NFL is what twelve teams, six on each side. Right. So I mean, they can copy that. Yeah, so it's so also, they can get used to the process of the playoffs in the you know in the. It's also very tradition based too. Like college football is so like traditionally like. Mm-hmm in its roots and shit and they don't want to let go of things and it's a very nostalgic sport college football mm-hmm. so that's a lot to do with it too the top sport and the in boosters is i mean what, football right now yeah. yeah it's i feel like the popularity would probably be nfl nba college football in this country as far as popularity mm. nba is powerhouse i feel like nba glo- but they have global they're global they're, college football they're the, is not they're the best ran or, like organization association like they're the best ran I'd say. In what sense? Um, just how they allow their players to speak. You know, they can they but they, they change that, rules to understand how how time. But see how changed. that causes problems though. What where are the problems? That shit in China with uh, Daryl Morey was a big problem. You allow your you allow your employees to have freedom of speech, and that's great. But there's a consequence of that that somebody might put out something that might anger one of your business partners, and it ruins relationships, business relationships, and shit like that. So, you know, it's give and take. Like, that's great that you're able to, you know. But, but that's the only a, reason that happened is because of paparazzi and unnecessary stuff that American culture thrives on. No. That's definitely. So who else was standing? Nobody was standing behind Daryl Moore. They were all standing behind the NBA when that shit happened. Uh, Steve Kerr, who's an opinionated coach, stood behind the NBA. Uh, Greg Popovich, that, you know, is a very opinionated coach about political things. Stood behind the NBA. It was a money and sense thing at that point. And Daryl Morey was losing billions of dollars for them. What did Daryl Moore say? Nothing fucking crazy to me. But in China, it <laughs> fucking was the end of the world about like, it was they were just talking about the government and shit. And I really don't know like the details of it, mm-hmm. but I know that it disrupted a whole bunch of business. Like they started canceling, you know, games over there, preseason games and okay. shit like that. And players have a lot of shoe contracts over there okay. in China. Let's see what we got on the slate for Christmas. NBA, a whole NBA day on Christmas Day. 
We got Celtics Raptors. Okay. We got Bucks 76ers. Yeah. Rockets Warriors, which now, like, you know that what's funny? You now. know what's great? That the Warriors get all these primetime games now and they fucking suck. It's <laughs> kind of funny. Like, <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> anyways, Good for them, though. I mean, yeah. Clippers Lakers. And then the late game is Pelicans Nuggets. Any of those games are you looking forward to? Obviously, Lakers Clippers. The battle for LA. I feel like Raptors Celtics. The Raptors are surprisingly still very good. Siakam, Pascal, Pascal Siakam. He's the fucking taking man off. of the team right now. Taking and off. Fred Van Vliet has not taken any steps back. He's actually played better. He's in the start. He's starting now, right? It's him and Kyle Lowry in the backcourt. Yeah. That's Drake's minion on the court. His <laughs> <laughs> twin. It's that real. Damn. What if <laughs> Drake is the ambassador of the Toronto Raptors? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he fucking owns that city, and he has a minion. <laughs> If you want to call it that, Bucks 76ers. I feel like the Bucks nah, are going to. I don't know. The 76ers are whatever to me. Uh, They're never going to get it right. They need to break that team apart. Sorry. Hater. Who, who's, who's the issue on that team? Who in knows? your opinion? Benjamin Simmons. The head coach, Brent Brown. Yeah, he should have been left. He does seem like he doesn't <laughs> he's know what probably he's doing. The <laughs> he gets yeah, into the How, long, how long has he been there? Talent. Three? Six years? Oh yeah, they're tripping. Oh, through the tanking years. Oh, he was there d- during. How the is he still years. the coach? Well, I mean, I guess you got to give him that. Then, if you were there through the bad, maybe we'll give you a chance through the you know the glory days. But maybe he was the reason for the bad. No, they were doing that on purpose. They were definitely doing that on purpose. He was just along for the ride, and then maybe they thought he was going to be the one to that coach to bring it all together, but not. Plus, I just not. don't think Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid play well together either. The fact that him making two threes in a season is like big news. Yeah, is, is not like shouldn't yeah. be that big of a deal. <laughs> Eric's got a lot of love for him. How much you display it? Uh, for, <laughs> he's for at ben a loss of words. You have a lot of ben love Simmons. for Ben Simmons. I think he's a he's a generational talent. I feel like his talent is there. I feel like he the situation whether it's the situation or he just refuses to shoot three. I don't know if it's just that. I feel well. Him and Joel Embiid clearly don't play well together. Like, okay. Ben Simmons needs somebody out of the paint, fucking, so he could just view the court, have his court vision, and then if he has all this one on one shit and just a whole bunch of shooters around him, you might have a point there. I like that. Joel Embiid. Clogs up the lane and wants the when ball he a lot. but but he wants the ball a lot, but he also wants to be a guard and fucking do all this extra shit and he can he do stands that. Stands on the perimeter as a seven, but two, he needs a team a to compliment. He needs another. He needs to be another one that has a whole bunch of shooters around him mm-hmm. and he can do his thing down low and have a whole lot of one on one situations. Because if they double team him, he kicks it out like Dwight Howard back when when he was with the Magic. They were good with JJ him. and yeah, Turkaloo. and just have a whole bunch of shooters around him and fucking let him be the fucking star. Yeah, and have the, a good number, a solid number too, like Tobias Harris. But the thing is, because right now all you need ben, is two stars. Right if now. Ben Simmons is supposed to be the point guard, then who is he supposed to match up well with? Would it not be a big man down low? No, because he's not a shooter. He doesn't want to shoot, so it doesn't. It doesn't. He wants to so take it what, to the. He wants to take it to the lane. So he and pairs. Dish out he and, pairs best with shooters. Yeah, and I feel like Joel Embiid pairs best with shooters. And having them together is yeah. It could of, could most. Players pair well with with shooters. Yeah, but you can't. That's but you, a beneficial but you can't thing have, for most okay, teams. Okay, but you have to think about you, you know his strength is down low and slashing. So and, I understand and who, what you're who, saying. Who Ben Simmons? Yeah. Yes. 
So it makes and sense. He's, awesome. And he's a greater talent than a lot of these shooters. He's a he can. If when you he, say talent, what is his? What is his? His 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 ball outstanding vision, talent. his IQ, the way he passes, and he's six ten. He's a great defender. Like he has all these attributes, and he has it. But just he the system. A lot. A lot of sports is more than just putting talent together and. Boom, Hoping we're gonna it win. works. Yeah. yeah, because then you know the Patriots would have won when they went undefeated. The Lakers it right. would have went four in a row. You know the Warriors would have swept all five years. Like right. if it was just all about talent. Mm-hmm. There's you know extra variables and shit like that. So a lot of it is you know team chemistry and like you can have two great players, but if their games don't complement each other, especially in basketball too, because it is very you don't really you don't rely on people as much as you do in football. But you still need to have good team chemistry and you know ball yeah. movement and have players that work well together. So, mm-hmm. Jimmy Simmons Butler, a guy who was with Philly last year and just left, went to Miami. They're balling. They're man. balling. They haven't lost at home except for last night yeah. to the Lakers, and that was a battle. Lakers really had the. I mean, AD closed the game, but yeah, well, you know, I mean, it was a battle. We're starting to see. I mean, who the contending teams are in the East now? Who do you gonna, think the Heat are going to be top tier? In the East, they'll probably be a top four seed for sure. Yeah, top, top two, two, you think? Yeah, I don't know. Top four. I'll, I mean, top four. I'm kind of just being thrown, being safe right now because it's still, you know, what two yeah, months we into can't, the season. We can't do no predictions uh-huh. now yeah. on anything with basketball. We're going into the third month of the NBA after season. we pass. Siakam is, Siakam is that nice? He's ball. Yeah, he was he's, nice I mean, last year. He, he was. Just, he just has the ball more. Like, so what kind of player can you compare him to in terms of like impact? And and his position. Well, he's a one-two guy. He is. He has a big impact on his team. He might. He's the go-to guy now. Is he like a Kawhi for them now? Yes, he's kind of stepped into um, that he's role. A, he's got that like. He yeah, he's that score. type of player. I feel like he's that type of player. Yeah. He's not on the level of Kawhi, but yeah, he's that he type of player. As far than as him. like the he's he's a he's a good defender, on-ball defender. Mm-hmm. His length. Right. He's good, and he and he's starting to develop an offensive game now. Right, and I mean he's did he's confidence to too. kind of in the same route that Kawhi did too because he but just he I'm imagining he can't shoot as well as Kawhi. If Draymond Green could score, no, he's, I don't know. He's, he he definitely fit. needed yeah. Steph he, he's and Clay like, I'm not to, denying to, that he was he wasn't a key component to those uh, Golden State and his teams contributing factors, but like were shooters. <laughs> But yeah, when you're surrounded you with know, shooters, oh, exactly. that great Anyone team and the look depth like of that great. team, like you, at that point, he's just playing a role. He's a glorified role player. With my point being, if you're surrounded by shooters, you can be at that. But level. it was more than just shooters. Stephen Curry and Clay Thompson were can shooting at a, well. at a historic rate, but like they had a those first three years before they got KD, they had like their depth was crazy. Like they had. Two starting fives essentially. Sean Livingston. Sean Livingston, yeah. Andre. They had Andre. Harrison Barnes. They yeah. had fucking Andrew Bogan when he was still pretty good. Like, but that's what I'm saying. They had two starting five teams. Like, their bench. Oh, was, yeah, they, they, they were, they were, were just extremely sure, deep. Sure. But they also benefited. They from were the Steph team Curry, to beat every you know, year. They were revolutionizing the, the game and fucking shooting threes from wherever the fuck he I wanted. I can't believe that you said that he had a bigger impact than Michael Jordan. Who? On the game, so, yes, bro. Do you not see how he not changed the like? He literally like there's big Steph, men in Steph the league or that are out of the league now that don't have a job because then Michael of Steph Jordan, Curry. and he just way he went over everybody LeBron shoots, James. Everybody shoots threes now. I'm not saying he's Michael a better Jordan. player. I'm not saying he's a better player. You I'm think his, he's his a transcendence player. of the game has been more impactful than Michael Jordan yes. or LeBron? Yes. Okay. The way that everybody shoots feel? threes now. I mean, I can, I can understand where he's coming from, and you almost have to agree because everyone wants to shoot threes now. Everybody, which is his point. 
right. you know you want to play like michael jordan you what you just be a good player who shoots threes and scores and michael just, jordan everyone wants to shoot threes now because of steph curry he's changed the game but michael more. jordan did that as well of who was course. more I'm impactful saying, i'm not saying he didn't when do it, it's all said and done i think michael jordan's name's gonna live way longer but than michael steph jordan curry was is. known for his dunking as well steph curry has made his name on shooting threes I know. you know what i mean i believe that he's shooting crazy threes to end games from right. almost half court like it's we right. expect what if him he to never make like but do you think the game ever goes back to a way that they were playing in the 90s i think i don't think so i feel like you're, you're gonna have to have everybody's gonna have to be able to have some type of shot now like you can still like thrive in the post and shit but you're gonna have to have some type of outside game, game has now. changed and, and that's because that of steph curry because he started pulling up from as soon as you got to half court you had to dm up yeah. i agree but i don't think his impact is bigger than michael jordan's think you're wrong with that maybe the transcendence part but that's i understand some of that but the impact he definitely doesn't have a bigger impact than michael jordan well michael jordan's a billionaire now <laughs> it's hard but to he's up there he's in impact he's with lebron james and those kind of guys i mean well, lebron okay, is out so of here then, too but so then if i say that his his uh not his impact overall but his transcendence on just the game of basketball just on the game of basketball forget all the outside stuff just on the game of basketball how he's changed how you have to be like the, the you have to like Guard a specific three. player i think michael did it too though i'm not saying he didn't do okay. it but i'm talking about the at the level that steph curry did it i feel like he changed like the everybody's shooting threes now everybody like, has to you have Dame to have Lillard a shot, shot wouldn't have been a good Dwight shot Howard if it is wasn't a great for steph curry. example of he could. He was on his way out of the league. I feel like he, he was only in the league the because know, of his yeah. name, because he was Dwight Howard and of, of what he's done in the league. Once he got to the Lakers, he's like understanding. I have to slim down. I have to develop some type of outside game, and we've seen that he transformed his body. And he's been shooting the ball. He shoots free throws well. That's now. why he's in the league still. Right. I agree. I agree with that. But I think that happened with Michael Jordan too. The speed of the game changed. I don't know, but after Michael Jordan, there was like a. I feel like the early two thousand was kind of like a dead period in the NBA. Like it was kind of like a low period for the NBA, and it was a lot of people trying to be like Michael Jordan, and you can't be Michael Jordan. Like Kobe, because that's a different. Kobe, like, Kobe was Kobe. You can you anybody can develop a shot and shoot a three. Not anybody can be Michael Jordan. Right. And that's where my point is that as far as like his transcendent on the game, now you're getting players that you if you're a three specialist, like we can put you in the game. Like you have a spot in the NBA now. You could be a great post player in the or right now and be a big man. If you can't shoot a three, then we can't use yeah, you, bud. You're not in the league. We can't right use about you. That. The game has changed. And and that's Eric's point. That's Eric's point. I understand. I agree with the point, but Michael Jordan did the same thing, I feel like, and I think his impact is bigger. They both impacted the game. I agree with your point, but I don't think his impact has been bigger than Michael Jordan's. Mm. But we'll I, see. But but what was Michael Jordan's impact to the point where players were losing their position, like their jobs? I don't think so. I don't think that was a thing. If you can't what guard Michael Jordan specifically, you know what I mean? I think a lot of the jump shot was developed and perfected by Michael Jordan. I think a lot of that started because of him. 
yeah, slash you to the rim. Who shoots mid-range shot now? Huh? Nobody shoots mid-range shots now. I'm talking about at that time. That's appreciated now in the NBA. It's you shoot a mid-range shot, it's, it's like, changed. oh, I, I agree with like, you. We like to see that. Changed. And that's what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about specifically just on the game of basketball. I'm not talking about any of the outside stuff. I'm not saying Michael Jordan didn't have that and he's not like in that like conversation. So then we I'm agree saying then. Steph Curry is the All number right. one spot, though. So then we both agree. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All High fives. Because you agreed with my point and I agree with yours. But do you think Steph Curry's number one in transcending the game of basketball? No. Ah, so then we don't agree. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> what have you been listening to lately? What have I been listening to? Yeah. Uh, Born to Rap by the Weeknd. <laughs> by the game my guy talk to me these niggas haven't been listening to it I've been, I've been listening to that shit all week been bored to rap by the game boom give me your favorite joints off that album pull it up if you have to um stainless with anderson pack right i like um, that one. stay down with bryson tiller That's stay down with bryson tiller is good um blood thicker than water and Probably no smoke with Miguel and Travis. no smoke. Yeah. That's like one of the first songs on there, right? Yeah, yeah I like the way one. the album opens up and the transition mm-hmm. into that song. It's a, it's almost like it's is it a classy album? It's a part? classic album. Yeah, no, it's That's, not a classic album. He uses classic, classic production. You know classy. what it is? It's not. It's not what you gonna say it is. It nigga. is, bro. Because you, you've agreed with be. me already. It's the it's the same. You know what? I think that was a classic album. Nine studio albums. I saw that and I'm like, oh shit! Like, yeah, that was a shock to me. I didn't know. Doctor's Advocate, LAX, documentary, documentary two. I missed etc. etc. I just I don't know. It was like I'm not saying it's not like it has great production. Like he spinning his bars, but like I said, it's it just seems a little redundant. Well, that's what you think. I, I, I mean, know, I wasn't I mean, saying it was the best album of all time. No, I'm, I'm not saying, saying it is really, either. I'm not I, saying it's a good it. album for 2019. I, I like it. I can listen to it, and I think there's a lot of um, re-listening to it. Yeah, it has some replay value, at least replay, for me. Replay value. Exactly. Maybe I need to go back and listen to it. But I just the first time I was listening to it, I was just thinking documentary two all over again. Like, this is what it is. It's not that it was bad. I'm not saying it's bad. I just, like, it was more of the same. And sometimes, you know. It was good in the moment, and that's all I wanted it for. And I'll go back to the documentary, too. For well, the I'm happy that too. you enjoyed the album, Stephen. Mm-hmm. Happy to Appreciate hear that's it, one man. of your favorite new albums. Thank uh, you, thank you. Have you dove into anything else lately? Uh, I'm excited to see what The weekend has to release coming up. Did he say when he's going to drop? I don't know, but Heartless is the jam. He goes hard. You seen the video? Uh, it's, I haven't. It's, it's too crazy in the video. Yeah, it's crazy. Is it? Yeah, yeah he looks like he's fucked up. He's, yeah, it's like, uh, I don't want to see all that. No. Nobody wants to see that. They yeah. just like to hear about it. Exactly. He like he's <laughs> fucked he up. Does he look yeah. fucked up like, like that? Like he's yeah. moving around like with his boy, just like just turned in Las Vegas. It looks like yeah. his eyes like are in changing the video. This is a video. I mean, so maybe he just went for that. Yeah, he's going. Or for maybe he's, he's going really for the oh, he's going for the old weekend vibes, that like creepiness. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he's gonna be On good drugs at this and doing point. Crazy I, shit. At yeah. this point, I feel like he, he. I mean, he's gonna only put out shitty music if he wants it to be shitty, like. I don't think he's going to put out shitty music. I don't think so either. So I think it's going to be good. But is it going to be what we all think it's going to be? Cause wait, I think it's going to be a mix of the new and the old, to be honest. Because with Heartless itself, it's more of the new sound. With the, you yeah. know. Did, he, did he like his other one with Blinding Lights? 
I haven't really listened to it as much it at kind all. Of the first, like, it has a very like '80s influence on it. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like it that right. much, but yeah. I first, can definitely see. I can definitely see how it would, it's like, for a certain it's type of fan base, right? So I think there's going to be a mix of both yeah. what he's done now and what he did before in 2012 with the trilogy. Well, I feel like he can do that. His now obviously best album. He's, he's done. like I said, he's at chapter that, six. Yeah, he's at the stardom level that he could do shit like that and and get away with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. as course. long as he's putting out that good shit, which he does. The weekend is a uh, never need a bitch. I'm what a bitch need. Hey, that's cold. He starts the song. He, make, he makes it's anthems like, at this point. Yeah, Drake's on that I'm level. Heartless. <laughs> and yeah. I'm back to my ways. He does make a good. It's catchy as fuck. Yeah. I'll fucking snap my finger to that shit a little bit. <laughs> him and I'll Metro Boomin. <laughs> he, he even shouts him out in the lyrics. He makes. Damn it! I just dripped on myself. Metro Boomin turned this shit into a mosh pit. You like the weekend a lot. We I all do. like the weekend a lot. I do. Definitely out of my like top three artists, he's in my top three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like Make what I like clear. to what I like to listen to. Yeah. yeah. So Drake weekend. And honestly, bro, Sam Smith. Sam Smith. Yeah, I like bro. Sam Curve Smith. Ball like a motherfucker. Yeah. I can't lie, bro. I you I, do I like prefer singing. Too. Like I prefer like gifted talents. Like yeah. I like listening to R and B and rap and shit. But uh, like yeah. just like hearing people sing is like beautiful. Like it really is. It's awesome to me. And it's just Have like seeing people with true talent. Tr- yeah, true talent with. Yeah. It's, well, it's that's crazy. Such a, that's such an oh, incredible were, feeling. I guess yeah. they were it's rap crazy. music sometimes. A lot yeah. of emotions in singing. Like yeah. certain lines. Some shit just hits to bring out like emotions. Certain beats too, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. they wait. Oh, those yeah. sample. Like, if you get you a fucking there. great sample, mm-hmm. fuck for you. Damn, music is great. J yeah, Cole it does is. for me. It's great. On some shit. J- what, what? I don't know. What would you say? Like your, I don't know. What kind of song? Like, is there a specific song that you could think of that like has drawn that type of like feeling out that you're just like overwhelmed? Ah. Uh. Not really. I mean, most of my life, I've listened just mostly for like the beats and yeah. and just you know. I'm the same. Like, and like, I'll get the lyrics and I'll sing along to them and mm-hmm. shit. But like, I don't really get the deeper meaning of them. You yeah. know, I don't really ever feel like, oh, this is a sad song or this is a yeah. fucked up song. I'm just like, oh, I fuck with this song. I like how it makes my, like how, I like how it makes my head bob. Like, you know, I don't really focus about the yeah. the deeper meaning of things. And yeah. okay. um, so personally, I haven't had any of that. You know that that effect on me or impact on me through music but i definitely can understand you know the art of it and i can appreciate when people are really talented with singing but nothing truly impacting me personally and i'm on an emotional level do you have a song eric uh, that you can think of that's like made me emotional that was, I you asked the question. I know, I right? Know. So tell right me. back at you is what we're saying now when it's the spotlights on you huh um um, take your time. There has been, I guess, but like I can't think of anything specific. It's more like like take care for me is like right like at the time at that the it time. came so out. Name a song. It is, I'll take care. Um, damn, the whole album. Though, Look like, what you've done. Oh, that's <laughs> such. Oh my god, I love that song. Look well, what you've done. The real her. That, that would have not have been one fucking, of my choices. I know how he feels about that song. Though, I remember. He loved that song. I never liked that song like that. Yeah. I fuck with it, but yeah, back then course, I didn't yeah. like it to the level that he liked it. It was no, one but, of the songs I didn't I play. I mean, when you're in a relationship, you realize more the value of 
um, of these songs like that. True. When you're single your whole life, and you're just being uh, well, young, the you're thing, just like, oh, whatever he's saying. The thing with Drake, though, is like a lot of his albums, I can like pinpoint to a specific time in my life and like a specific like feeling that I had at that point that was like strong at that yeah. point that really stuck with me. It's like it's kind of like. I guess a soundtrack to that moment for me. So that's why like Drake hit so much for me. But Take Care was really like the first one that was like, oh my God, like I was just so fucking heartbroken. And like yeah. a lot of that shit was like super like emotional. And shit. It was now, relevant to your, yeah. your situation. Bro, that shit hit I me. I mean, a fun fact bro. about Take Care, it was released on my birthday, November 15th, 2011. Really, was it? Yeah, Damn, on my birthday. It, it was my freshman year. Wow. Yeah. My sophomore year. Yeah, I, I can't say a specific album. Marvin's Room know, came out way before it's released, though. Yeah, yeah. I know a cameras, song. Cameras and the good ones go interlude. That's a great song. I know a song for me would be probably Love Yours by J. Cole. Mm. That is. That's a good song. Love Yours. That'll yeah, make you think. A, I like the drums on that, yeah. If you like in a, in like in a period where you feel like you should be in a way different place, he kind of like sits you down and is like... J. Cole's like it's that, not though. that much better. Trust mm-hmm. me. I feel like if you like if you're gonna go listen to a J. Cole album, like you have to be like prepared for that shit. I understand what you're trying to say. He makes you think. He makes yeah. you feel. Yeah, that's good though. Sometimes, it, yeah, I'm no, like, it, it is. Yeah. Most artists can't dig below the surface on shit. No, so. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about that what last week. A lot of surface shit, especially in music. People just, I mean, you kind of uh, pointed to it. You just like, you just like listening to shit that makes your head, you know, head bob. And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. Like, it's it, like, that's the point of me. It's <laughs> the music is supposed to get an emotion out of you and shit right. like that. And that's yeah. what it is. There's nothing wrong with that. But I feel like when it becomes mainstream and the, it kind of like, it, it takes away thinking from shit. And I feel like music kind of like promotes like creative juices flowing and really thinking deeper onto like, things that are happening whether a line hits mm-hmm. you a certain way or whether like a certain sound or instrument that's being played hits you a certain way and shit like that and it allows people to come to like a realization of what yeah. they're going through like oh shit so this is normal or yeah other people do this so it allows them to feel more comfortable or understanding to their current situation precisely exactly precisely using big words yeah. i'll tell you a song that brings me back to a specific specific moment with drake i would say I can feel that like type of nostalgia, like I was listening to it at that time. Um, Wu Tang Forever. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that's from a classic. Time. Both of those time. are classic. something about those two songs those. that hit me a certain way that kind of like make me feel like I was like in uh, English class listening to that shit on my headphones. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's what I'm every saying. time like, you it listen smells to like, it. it starts to smell like it's a weird thing. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Bro, that's great though. That's the fucking. That's what it's supposed to do. Yeah. That's what music's supposed to do. Like from to- um, what? Uh, nothing was the same. Came out your <laughs> senior year. We ain't rapping. Yeah, it did. Yeah, nothing was the same. Year, my junior year. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember fucking during football the leak season. for that shit. For what? That the leak? For which one? For nothing was the same. We had all the leaks, bro. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Internet plumbers. We sure did. <laughs> <laughs> the sound effects. Well, that's how that shit sounded. Like. Looking for those leaks, buddy. Oh uh, shit. <laughs> That shit yeah. was fun, bro. That was fun. It, it's always good, like we had, especially then, like getting the we fun, had like, getting the new Rocky's shit album on leak. Yeah, we had a bunch of shit, bro. I love bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. That was my shit too. <laughs> that was a bop. Yeah, that's bro, what we got no, introduced. What, were, what was it? You said the uh, the first album that you bought. What was it? Uh, Nellyville. <laughs> so, Nelly. I feel like that's so random. Yeah. I don't know why, bro. He's yeah. still like top five. Highest selling artist. Bro, he had a yeah. fucking run. Nelly, bro, 
he was my childhood essentially <laughs> him and usher honestly Usher, uh, they did fucking run that confessions and, and, and nellyville were the first two albums i remember like i grew up on they, were, they had radio smashes yeah <laughs> Back then, we listened yeah, to radio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, radio was big. Yeah, that's all you had, though, really. That was the only fucking home, platform to get shit out on was the radio. Excuse me. Dude, Damn, I actually have son. a video on Facebook of me dancing to, yeah, with Dakota. <laughs> Literally, it's so funny. I was a freshman. Dakota's like... A junior going into his senior year we both like literally like danced to it it was Bro, it's embarrassing it. honestly viral but video it's, it's there it's there <laughs> that could i won't been. tell you how to find it but it, it's Bro, on maybe, facebook maybe somewhere. they can find it and it'll go viral and you'll start making money off the views and shit nah, nah. Views. it's not worth it uh. i'll make money off my, my own talents what do you want to do what do you want to make money from what do you want to um, do with your life? i mean i actually just had an interview um this last thursday um, for my first essential big big boy job, if you will, <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited. It's it's I mean yeah, it's business to business sales. Yeah. I'm used to doing sales jobs, but this is more um, clean cut. Like you you always you know when you're meeting with someone, you can you have lunch meetings. You're trying yeah. to talk business, and you have um, your company pays for all of these things yeah. that you do. They'll pay for your your um, gas. They'll pay for your phone bill. They'll pay for your Wi-Fi. Yeah. They give you salary and commission, like and benefits. It's it's. it's I'm really excited about it, and Boom. I actually have a ride along um, this Wednesday coming up, and I'm just really excited. So I'm trying to start that, and you know, really essentially build a career off that. That's what you want to do. But is there any like like bigger picture things as far as like. Like, you know, making money is cool, and that's always great, but, like, mm-hmm. as far as, like, the bigger outlook of your life and shit like that. I mean, that's pretty deep. <laughs> Bro. But it's if, hard for people to find. Right, yeah. It takes a lot of people a long time to find yeah, their purpose. People sure, are definitely. honestly blessed when they find it early on. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I know what I want to do. I want to be a cop, or I want to be a doctor. Like, you're blessed that yeah. you can say that right off the bat. And, and I mean, for me, from a young age. for me, though, I honestly feel like at some point, maybe I would, like, want to be, like, a comedian when I'm older and just make people laugh because I'm just... With life, when I'm realizing it, I'm just not serious a lot. <laughs> so it's, it's it's just like I need to use this to my advantage and just like yeah, when serious it. situations, I make a joke out of it. Yeah. So why not you know use my own ability of doing that to my advantage and getting paid for it? So you're being like the call, like you're the buffer of shit sometimes. Right? Yeah, I feel like um once I have you know probably more life experience and yeah. more stories and you know gained more of a wit for it mm-hmm. i'm sure i could become a, a successful comedian but the thing is though you could still you know pursue that now but still you know have it as more of a hobby now and then once you're yeah. ready to so you already have your feet wet in it and i was listening to who gary v say that he was talking to somebody and he was asking him the guy who was asking gary v a question he was asking him was like well how can I, you know, still make money now and still, like, pursue my dream and this, that, whatever? I guess he was asking for some type of balance. Like, well, mm-hmm. you know, do the things that are, you know, making your money and, you know, save your money and this, that, whatever. But on your free time, on your spare time, mm-hmm. still, you know, put shit. time into it. Work yeah. on your craft. Not make it, you know, mm-hmm. a priority, but make time for it to, you know, perfect your craft. So then when you feel like you're in a comfortable financial spot, you can, you know delve into that thing head on and you know really make it into what you want to make it and you know hopefully everything bounces your way and shit like that but mm-hmm. you know it's about like a lot of people think that life is a sprint and it's the first one to do something and it's like i need to be fucking popping now like right. right now right now and but a lot of like wealthy successful people it's built on like you know 10 years 20 years 30 years of, you know Foundation. saving money being smart with this doing that mm-hmm. and not you know just trying to be what's hot right now it's thinking long term it's a marathon it is like Nipsey Hussle mm-hmm. pushed. 
the marathon continues. The marathon continues, yeah. That's what it is. And it's going to be a marathon for this no hangover thing, so I hope y'all stay with us past episode 33. I want y'all to check this out on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Check us out on Instagram at No Hangover Podcast. Steve, plug yourself again. You're on uh, Instagram, Stephen underscore underscore Crabs. Stephen underscore Crabs. Yes, link in with us. Any comments, concerns, anything you want us to talk about? Anybody want to find a way to get on the show? Instagram is the best way to find us. Holla at us. You got anything? E? No man, it was finally fun to get you on here. Of course, yes. Good time. Forever linked. <laughs> hey, hey, forever linked, buddy. Yes. Uh, but yes. yeah, bless up, guys. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all.